Sunday Gravy. Welcome to Sunday Gravy. This is a podcast based on recent sermons of High Point Community Church, as well as anything else that just happens to be on our mind. If you would like to contact us, you'll find all of our information at highpointcommunitychurch.org or highpoint.community. And now on with the show. All right, welcome to Sunday Gravy. This is Blake along with uh, Pastor Joey Hill here at, High, here at High Point Community Church. Uh, today is Monday, March 6th, 2023, and we're coming to you to review Sunday, March 5th here at High Point. And uh, how was uh, how was Sunday? Was it good for you? It was. It was. Man, what a beautiful, beautiful day. Yesterday, it was amazing. Yesterday was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I wish there was a way to, you know, copy and paste days, like <laughs> weather-wise, you know? Yeah. What's your ideal temp? Hmm. i tell you, man, I really like... Like, what's your ideal weather day? Uh, in all honesty, I, I feel like yesterday was. I, I like it being a little cool in the mornings when you're drinking your coffee, and then by the time you, you know, roll out after a lunch, man, it's like you're just like a, you know, a snake laying in the sun, you know? It's just... Nice. It's just nice. It was nice. I like uh, low 70s, really. Yeah. yeah. I think once you get up in the 80s, it's just like too much. Mm-hmm. I don't mind like mid mid to high 60s with the sun shining like that, though. Oh, yeah. I like that, yeah. too. But there's something to say when it's like the high hits, like 72 to 74, right, you know, in the hottest part of the day. Yeah. Because then, like, your morning, like you said, and your afternoon are both going to be afternoons. Mm. That's what, what the day after. See, it stormed on Friday really bad. Was mm-hmm. that right? Mm-hmm. Saturday evening was amazing. It was incredible. It was fantastic. Yeah. We we ate out on the deck and stuff. But anything else happened interesting for you this uh, week? It was mainly baseball, a lot of baseball this weekend. <laughs> if you were in the Jasper area, then I probably saw you there. I pretty much lived in Jasper this weekend. By the way, hat, kudos to Jasper. I mean, they got some sweet places to eat. Like, I mean, Rock and Roll Sushi, Johnny mm. Brusco's, what is that, Warehouse 13 or something like that? 319. 319, something like that, yeah. I mean, they they got just about everything. Mm-hmm. It's pretty Pretty cool. And they, uh, yeah, Mexican restaurant right there. Yeah. That's a. Because we don't have enough. Yeah. That, but no, they do. They have a lot of good places to eat yeah, there. For sure. um, Johnny Brusco's Stromboli. Oh, it's on. It hits different. It's good. I, I had, we ate it. We ate there this weekend. And I had the chicken parmesan sub. Yeah, their subs are fantastic. Let's go. Let's go. They have a, like a steak and cheese sub that you can get as a wrap. Mm. You can get it, most of their sandwiches, I believe you can get them as a sub or a wrap. Mm-hmm. And the, the steak and cheese is fantastic as a sandwich and as a wrap. But their pizza in general is good, man. I don't think I've ever had anything. I had really their bad. calzones. They're, those are good. They're huge. Yeah, some of the strombolis. Yeah. The stromboli, which, you know, that's, that's like a debate. What's the difference between a stromboli and a calzone? Uh, Do you know? Well, calzone is way more pizza-like. So is a stromboli. There anyway, and that's the thing. I think people take mm-hmm. their liberties with strombolis and calzones. Yeah, they're not all created equal. Yeah. That's right. Like most places when you go 
get a calzone, it's like a kind of moon shaped, like a yeah, you know, half circle yeah. kind of thing, folded in half, like a apple pie kind of thing. Yeah, yeah like a pizza apple pie. <laughs> and so I'm I'm down with that. There was a place that I used to go in Birmingham where it was in Pelham Alfredo's Pizza Kitchen. They moved. Now they're over on Green Springs. Hmm. Anyway, hmm. I'll go off on a rabbit trail talking about food. But <laughs> from my understanding, somebody can correct me on this, the difference between a Stromboli and a Calzone, at least in Johnny Brusco's playbook, other than the shape, is that the Calzone has ricotta cheese and the Stromboli does not. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. In addition to the mozzarella. The mozzarella. The mozzarella. <laughs> Fresh mots. <laughs> All right. So I got mm. I got one that may take a little longer today. Okay. So we need to get right into it. All Let's right. Let's do it. Say what? <laughs> Ever chirping like a bird? <laughs> the uh all right so i'm going a little different today this just because this this interests me okay. and the one specifically that has to do with us interests me uh but which by the way i just want to say for the record okay i want to thank everyone who did not put a spider on my driveway <laughs> i just want to thank all of you for that even though I had people come up to me this weekend really? at, at the ballpark, they were really? coming up to me and they were just like, you know, we love, we love Sunday gravy. We love listening to y'all. <laughs> one lady was like, I was even late for work one day, y'all, you know, because yeah. I wanted to hear the rest of it. And then they were like, so, so you really are scared of spiders? And I was like, hmm. I wasn't going to give it to them because if I, if I let it, so, the, it would go out of hand. So I've got this, th- this I came across I thought was interesting is, I really would like to do an entire podcast on this. So here's what I want to do. I want to throw this out on the table, and then I want you to ask about any of them that you're curious, okay? Okay. Uh, got one for just about every state, I think, and some or some of them are repeats, so maybe not every state, but 50 bizarre laws that have existed or still mm. or still exist mm-hmm. in America. I've, I've seen, I've seen, seen a this list. type thing yes, before. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. So let, let's start with the obvious one that, we, that we'd like to do with Alabama. Okay. Okay. And this pertains to us as well. And I just think this is funny. In Alabama, it is against the law and still is to dress as a member of the clergy unless you are one. (laughs) A criminal code in Alabama states that no person shall pretend to be a minister of religion or any other member of the clergy, nun, priest, rabbi, etc., if the law is broken, the person is actually guilty of a misdemeanor. The punishment, according to Alabama Code Title 13A, is, quote, a fine not exceeding $500 or confinement in a local county jail for not more than a year or both such a fine and imprisonment. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of directions that I could go with this, but I was thinking, uh, okay, so... I. If I wear a corner hat and a pair of <laughs> Hey Dudes, does that mean I'm dressed as Joey? Joey. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And why, what about Halloween, man? They could be throwing a lot of people in jail dressed as like priests and nuns. Yes. I was about to say, that's got to pertain more to priests than because I have, I mean, when I'm out to eat lunch, I don't, I don't look over and go, 
that's gonna that's an Episcopalian pastor. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Because yeah. he's not wearing his robe. Yeah. So I obviously this would come into play when somebody was uh, imitating clergy for like a uh, an, an unethical reason. For instance, maybe you're trying to because you and I have both been um, some and some of you won't know this, but if you go to like local hospitals now, not all of them will do this. Mm-hmm. It just, it's dependent you know depending on which hospital you're at, but um, clergy in particular hospitals maybe have access that other people don't, or, right. you know, they'll validate parking and things like that. <laughs> and so, so I tired. did it, I did it, <laughs> I did it to save the $2 coming out of the parking deck. Because, yeah. 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 So anyway, but maybe perhaps in a situation like that, somebody would, imi- can you think of another situation where somebody would want to imitate clergy? I mean, I mean, I'm trying to figure out how that would benefit you. Maybe, maybe if you were like to physically imitate, to physically imitate a clergy. I mean, I could see somebody saying, "All right, I want to save this on my taxes," and so, but that's different. That's something you know. That's tax. Oh yeah, no, no. We're talking about dressing up as clergy. (laughs) (laughs) What am I wearing right now, Blake? (laughs) What are you wearing right? Yeah, a golf shirt and a corner hat. (laughs) Are you wearing hey dudes? I am not. I got tennis shoes. Oh, yeah, on. Tennis no, shoes these on. are these are slip-ons. Okay, <laughs> but I I no I I think to answer your question, uh, I would think maybe somebody maybe because you know if you if people think you're a pastor yeah. or, or or if they they know you're a pastor, maybe they have a little bit more trust. I I don't know. That may not be the case. I mean, there are some people that are like you're a pastor. I don't trust you at all. But maybe somebody could play the pastor card or clergy card and maybe get donations for maybe something. Yeah, you know, I got I you. Know. So if you were going door to door or something or business to business, yeah, imitating, yeah, yeah, maybe so. Yeah, it'd be like, in a lot of ways, no different than saying, make up a sick kid. Well, that's what know, I'm saying because money. you know that they, they put this law in place for a reason. Oh, yeah, it was broke somehow, some yeah, way. So the it, wrong person got wronged is what it was. Yeah, so it must, yeah. Have been, it must have been something like that, you know, and I'm imitating I'm walking in here dressed as a priest and so you think okay if I give money to uh-huh. this particular thing then it's tax deductible yeah. or what I don't know well what was the uh what state was it that the Republican senator lied about all of his stuff like you know his schooling and and where he had served and now he's in trouble like they're oh really yeah they're doing some kind of congressional hearing on him and stuff hmm. like I think I think to get him removed I think he's still in office. I can't remember the whole story. I'm not a big news guy, but but like I could see where that would be a problem with a politician, but I'm just not I mean, maybe a politician who said I was a pastor, but he wasn't really. Maybe I don't know. I'm just trying to think of scenarios where imitating a pastor would benefit you. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, you don't get into this thing to get rich. So yeah. I, it's hard for me to Yeah. Are there any particular states that you're curious about, like, you know, of of things that... I would like to know if... Because, you know, in the state of Alabama, you know, Mississippi's always the only one that keeps us from being last. I'd be interested to see what's in Mississippi, if there's something weird. Yeah. <laughs> Title 97 <laughs> chapter. It's not weird. Uh, I know, but the way you did it, you're like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you can be fined in Mississippi... You mm-hmm. can be, and that's the thing. A lot of these laws are not. I've heard of this one before in particular towns all over the country, mm-hmm. but 
in the entire state of Mississippi, publicly, you can be fined up to $100 for a public use of profanity. Well, see, I, I'm all about that. That's Title 97, Chapter 29. The one, one that of them, is not enforced. There's no, 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 no way. No, no, I've been in too many Little League games in South Haven. I know that's not enforced. <laughs> when the championship's on the line. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, uh, here, here's one that uh, <laughs> caught my eye that it is against the law. It's actually uh, Title 13, Chapter 33, Arizona law that is illegal <laughs> and the way it's worded to quote mess with the cr- the crane on a game where you're trying to <laughs> oh oh where you're a crane trying, game where you're oh, trying yeah. to where you're trying to scoop up a, yeah. a prize like a bear like yeah. in an arcade the claw the claw <laughs> game no no person shall alter the game so the claw is unable to grab a prize what they mean is oh like yeah like the people who own the game exactly yeah it's got to be a legit shot kind mm-hmm. of thing yeah you cannot you cannot uh you cannot alter the claw to where because a lot of them are altered that way to where when it goes to grab it won't actually uh-huh. grab or it doesn't grab with the same amount of force and all that kind of stuff. So you can't alter. That's an Arizona law in Arizona. Yeah, I wonder. If the, I wonder it. if this is the same thing with like um, the games where you drop the quarter in and it pushes it off the edge because I always felt like that was a that was a rip. Hmm. You know what I'm talking about? I did. Yes. Yes. I know you're talking about gas stations. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. It's like. But because you, you drop it in there and then it's like it falls down or it doesn't, it pushes it on top and stuff. It's like, it just seems like that thing is rigged against you. Yeah. So there's tons of them here. Any others that? Uh, Alaska. I'd be interested to see if there was something, something out in the wilderness. In yeah. Something Alaska. to do with bears, maybe. Let's see. Alaska. Eagles. Yeah. It's not that interesting. This one's probably a good one, too. In Alaska, it's against the law to operate um, in, in certain areas. Uh, between 11 p.m. and 7 a.m., it's illegal to operate the uh, use of a loud power tool outside, such as a chainsaw or a uh, certain motorcycles. Certain what times? Ordinance between 11 p.m. and 7 a.m. So oh, that pile drivers, pneumatic hammers, bulldozers, road graders, loaders, power shovels, backhoes, power saws. Wow. That seems like that'd be hard to enforce. I which, wonder, you know, they're probably not. It was. I wonder if that would pertain to gunfire. You know what I'm saying? Surely not. Because <laughs> I mean, because here in Alabama, you know, my boy, let me, <laughs> my boys ain't afraid to shoot at no two a.m. Yeah, let, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll give you a. Uh, let me give you a handful of. Uh, there is one in Delaware that you're not. You're not allowed. You can be fined and sentenced to jail for using profanity inside of a place of worship. Uh, you can be, let's see, uh, um, there was a few of them that caught my eye that were like really, really interesting to me or funny. Um, yeah, in Iowa, that it is, it is a, it is a steep fine. It's like up to fifty thousand dollar fine. If you if your company or local manufacturer is caught labeling uh, any type of Im- imitation butter product as real butter, <laughs> so you can't do that in Kansas. I can't believe this against, is not butter. It's against the law to use a playground if you're over the age of fourteen. Stop it! I did it. I sit back I'm, and clapped <laughs> because you did it in with. 
In Wichita, Kansas, no person over the age of 14, with some exceptions, may you <laughs> I want to know what those are, but I think I have an idea, may use <laughs> playgrounds that are designed for children, which deprives or prevents the use of such equipment by the children. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to submit the idea that the reason you just clapped is because you have been not too long ago removed sitting on one of those animals with the big giant spring <laughs> on the bottom, and you were trying to see if you could take it all the way back to the ground. In, I don't know why there's so many church-related ones in here. In Kentucky, it is against the law to use reptiles in a religious service. What? Snake handling churches, man. Somebody must have died. Yeah, somebody must have died. Got, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they didn't have the faith. In Louisiana, <laughs> it uh, it is unlawful to be in possession of a reptile while you were attending a Mardi Gras parade. <laughs> <laughs> in Maine, you cannot gamble at the airport. Um in in Maryland, hey bud. In, <laughs> in, Mar- in Maryland, hey, I bet you a hundred bucks, man. That flight's on time. No, in Maryland, it is. A, I think it, you remember that Seinfeld episode where I, they were sitting in there doing that. I think it came from like a high stakes poker game that broke out at an airport. Oh, okay. where it, that's okay. kind of where it originated. All right. All Some right. of these have the backstory. In Maryland, uh, it is against the law to be in possession of a stench bomb. Please don't call it that. That's what it's called. It's a stink bomb. Stench. Stench. (laughs) Uh, uh, Let's see. In Michigan, it is against the law to be a drunkenness on a train. Basically carries double the penalty of drunkenness anywhere. (laughs) Did you see where another train derailed? Did you see that? No. uh -uh. Yeah, there was another train derailed. So now there's big investigations on the quality of the tracks that our trains are running on. So hmm. I'm just saying the last thing you need is some drunk dude. Yeah. <laughs> just M- Missouri or is it Missouri? Is it Missouri? I say Missouri. I say Missouri. Missouri, uh, you, it is against the law to sell automobiles on Sunday. You can't sell cars on Sunday. So Missouri really? is the Chick-fil-A of car sales. I say, <laughs> that stinks. No Chick Fil A's and no cars. Let's see. In Montana, it says, and I don't, I don't even want to get into this, but it says you can't drive animals on a railroad track. I don't know what that means. Um, I guess you can't transport them on rail by railroad. Um, oh, okay, yeah, like in a, in a box car. <laughs> okay. In Nebraska, because I mean, you know, you got giraffes sticking out the top. In Nebraska, it is against the law to become to be married if you are currently testing positive for an STD. <laughs> Okay, I got. I got. I got. Move along. No, 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 no. I, I wonder how many, how many of them got shut down at testing. How many were? Do you were, have to show up? And, listen, all right, I got to read about that. I, I'm serious. Like, think about how many people were about to get married and then they find this out. I, w- I wonder how many marriages. Oh my goodness! That it see. actually saved. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, let's that's got to be. There, there, yeah. There's a New Jersey. How do you drop that news? Can't sell by cars. The way. Yeah, you can't sell cars on Sunday sorry, in New we Jersey. Can't marry I, y'all. Either uh, one of you. In <laughs> one of you have the human virus. In New Mexico, it's <laughs> you can be fined for dancing while wearing a sombrero. 
It's like, hey, is bro. that because? <laughs> hey, bro, we're, it's a little close to home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. like, I don't get that. What is that? Like, they they think you're making fun of I don't Hispanic know. people or something? I don't know. Um, That's just crazy. North Carolina has a lot of unique laws in relation to ki- kitchen grease, like things you can be <laughs> fine for. Um, like you just can't throw it out on the ground. Well, yeah, it's not just that. It's uh, like if, you, if you're if you caught stealing kitchen grease, you can get in trouble. There's all kinds of stuff. Like, um, hmm. Let's see. This cannot be right, but a, I don't – in Ohio, the, it's impossible to be arrested on a Sunday is what it says, or the 4th of July. <laughs> that can't be true. So you know what that is, right? It's the purge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we just <laughs> – <laughs> that 24 hours <laughs> got 24 like, hours to clean my slate baby. surely they just take you in and sit you there and then <laughs> do your paperwork 24 hours later you know um okay okay so they can hold you over yeah there's um anyway mm. uh there's some weird ones um there's a lot Rhode Island has some unique laws in in regards to receiving uh stolen poultry <laughs> anyway i i don't know it would take me forever to get through all these so mm. uh let's mm. uh let's move along let's talk about our uh let's talk about yesterday let's do it so uh we did a second part of our incline series yesterday no first what yeah it was the first one we why wore, did i say second i don't know because you talked about we incline. wore our shirts and everything that's right First part of our series, Incline, was yesterday. Why did I say that? I put that in my you, notes. You said this Earth, is the second there, part. Yeah. But I was wrong. I think there's brain fog going on today. Man, there he is. I've got brain fog like crazy. But um, I think it's because you started off talking about slope. Oh, from... And didn't you talk about slope last week? Or? Uh, I did in the staff meeting. That's what it is. Because <laughs> I'm yeah. combining staff meeting with Sunday morning. There you go. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, it's the first part of our series called Incline. It's our series for the month of March, and uh, it's going to be out of the book of Mark mm-hmm. and is where we're coming from. And that's where you started off, started off talking about, you know, what level or, or slope when, in, in regards to incline is your spirit. What level or slope, what incline is your spiritual growth on, basically, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you started off with um, a, a question. Mm-hmm that I thought was interesting. You had people look at their neighbor. <clears throat> All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to catch you off guard here, okay? Okay. I'm just warning you. Uh, okay. You started off with a question where you had people look at their neighbor and say, would you rather go back t- to age 10 with everything that you know now? Mm-hmm. This is a would you rather question. Yeah. So would you rather be able to go back to age 10 with everything that you know now still intact, or would you be able to download right now everything you will learn in, in the, the future? future right? Yeah. And uh, what what was your answer, by the way? I would go back to ten because the re- and the reason is is because if I downloaded the future and I found out that I was only going to have two more years left to live, that would be difficult. And I feel like I could go back to ten and know everything I know now about eating healthy and all kinds of you know mm-hmm. information. So that, that's why I would go back to ten. My question was. I needed a clarification. Does all time move with me? Does that make sense? 
So, like, if you go back to 10, uh-huh. does, like, time actually rewind to when you're 10? Yeah. Or do you just go back to 10 and, like, now your wife is sitting here and oh. she either has a 10-year-old husband or doesn't have one at all? <laughs> well, so I, need a I didn't realize I had to clarify that. <laughs> I, I guess uh, does time I, rewind? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think that was the... I think if time rewinds, I think it would be difficult for anybody not to choose that, you know? Because you, you kind of have that. Because you feel like you're still going to meet the wife that you meet? Do you feel like that's a destiny? Maybe. Okay. Like, um, I don't know. Are you like, you know, but there are things that you would be able to avoid <laughs> that you would want to avoid. It does make you wonder, if you have the knowledge you have now, right? would your path have been different? Right. And if you'd taken a different path, would that put you with a different family? Ooh. I know this that's very back to the future. I know, yeah, yeah, it really is. It really is. <laughs> um, anyway, so that was my question. But all right, so here's what I'm gonna catch you off guard. Okay? okay, okay. This is this is all right. I don't mean to jump way off into the deep end of the pool, but I'm okay. about to. <laughs> so when you asked that question, mm-hmm. um, I was sitting in the back of the room. Mm-hmm. I was sitting right there at the edge of the sound booth, actually. And when you asked that question. Uh, there was somebody that was a few rows in front of me that I noticed. And for whatever reason, as soon as you asked that question, what popped in my head was, I want to see how they answer it. Okay. Uh, can you guess who I'm talking about? You want me to say it out loud? Sure. My wife? Nope. Um, oh, Randy and Jewel? Yeah. Yeah. So... I don't think they'll mind me sharing this, but I mean, I, Randy and Jewel are a couple that attend our church and uh, have been for quite some time. Amazing, but, amazing people. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Randy, Randy's been uh, for the last several years. He's been undergoing treatment for, uh, you know, I think it's fair to say aggressive yeah. form, form of liver cancer. Liver cancer. Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, uh, that not all mine to divulge. I'll just say that that Randy's kind of been fighting that battle for a while now, mm-hmm. right? And uh, in that moment, when you asked that, I thought, well, I know what his answer will be. Mm. And his answer was exactly the opposite. He he went with download the future? Yeah. Whoa. You see what I mean? Wow. That's, Dude, that's... I know. And when he said that, or when he rate and Jewel answered the opposite. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 But... A guy sitting in his situation, man, you talking about, like, I almost couldn't even listen to you for the next five minutes. There was the sermon right there. Absolutely. We should have just gave the mic to Randy. 100%. 100%. And that's why I wanted to bring wow. it up. Because if I would have been in your position, mm-hmm. and I would have glanced out there, and when you asked that, that way, because mm-hmm. then you the way you posed it was you said, okay, who said they would go back to when they were 10? And, like, a lot of hands in the room went mm-hmm. up. And then you said, okay, and who said that they would download – what they would know, you know, download right now everything they'll learn in the future. Mm. And I guess it was the way that you worded it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's, and as soon as you said it, he's like nodding his head, yep, and his hand goes up. Wow. And, dude, it gut-punched <laughs> me. It gut-punched Because if anybody in the room would want to go back and have more time, it's that guy. It's that guy. But you want to talk about a moment of spiritual clarity? mm for one guy in the room, yeah. when he raised his hand, you're not kidding. Like, that preached the sermon to me. Yeah. Like, that was it, dude. 
That's Th- it. That was the sermon. If I would have been in your shoes in that moment and saw that, because I didn't think that you did. I didn't. Because I would have been able, I think I would have been able to tell by your body language. I was actually a little shocked at how many hands went up for the future. Right. Yeah. Because most, it was all the way across the room. Right. If I would have been in your position and saw what I saw, I don't think I could have continued. Mm. Mm. I really don't. I think it would have locked me up in that moment because it, it did sitting in the back of the room. Um, but anyway, because, hey, dude, that was the Just sermon. had a thought. Yeah. We need to get him on here. thousand percent. We need to get him on here ASAP. A thousand percent. Mm. Because that was the whole point is you, like you went with from there is that, you know, at the end of their life, people are regretful of the spiritual things that they left on the table. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not the, not the things that they would want to go. Yeah, yeah. That they would think, Hey, I'll go back and I'll avoid this or I'll change this or whatever. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but man, you talking about a guy, like I said, that just, that hit me like a ton of bricks. Mm. If anybody in the room has a reason to go back to when they're 10 years old, right here, right now in this moment, it's this guy right here. Yeah. Yeah. And powerful. He's like, no regrets, mm. all gas, no brakes. Let's go. Like, man, that just like, like that I, hit me. Yeah. Like what he knows now, he yeah. wouldn't trade. Yeah. He wouldn't trade it. Dude, that's it. That's a certain. I feel like we should just play the outro music because that was anyway. Because that really is. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah, today. that really was the the gist of your sermon. I mean, it really, it really was. was. It really um, was. Yeah, more, you know, because that was where you you took from that platform. You went and talked about you know, um, at the you talked about you know uh, being with people in their last days and sitting down with people. You know, and it's like essentially what you hear echoed over and over and over coming from them is, I wish I had more time with Jesus here. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish I would have devoted more to him here. I, it's the, the spiritual things that I left on the table, you know, um, essentially my discipleship, you know, between you brought up your, between your salvation and your resurrection, you know, when you, when you, when you leave this earth, when you leave this body mm-hmm. and you move on that, 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 those spiritual moments. Um, anyway, uh, from there you talked about, you went into discipleship, you know, mm-hmm. kind of defining it, you know, the process of getting in, getting to know the one that you follow, you know, um, and the day that we see Christ face to face is, is when we'll regret not giving him everything. Right. 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 And the whole time, the whole time, I feel like I just had like that nutshell moment of gospel clarity by watching a guy from behind raise his hand. You know what I'm saying? And everything that you said all throughout the rest of the message, everything that you said, I could affirm it, yeah, by watching that guy raise his hand, dude. It was, it was, it was like a God thing. If it was for nobody else in the room, it was for you. It was for me and Mm. for him. Mm. Um, but uh, you you talked about you know how Scripture, how God's Word puts a lot of value on us getting to know Jesus well before we meet Him face to face. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. And. That's the way you said that is one of one of that's one of the main purposes of God's word of the Bible is to do just that, which is to reveal the Son to mm-hmm. us, make him known. And um from there's when we launched into our text, Mark chapter two, and you uh presented essentially the four questions that are being asked about Jesus, right? Right. Um and so for the first question was from verse seven, you know, who can who can forgive sins but God alone? Mm-hmm. Um 
that was uh, I don't have the actual scriptures here in front of me. I don't know if you do, but but there um, that was in uh, relation to where the guys let the let let their friend down to Through be healed. Roof. Yeah, yeah, to be healed. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> Jesus says, "Your son, your sins are forgiven." And the Pharisees have an issue with that. Who does he think he is? He's blaspheming. He thinks he's God. He can forgive sin. And that's when Jesus said. Which one do you think is easier to say right. to this paralyzed man? Your sins are forgiving or say, get up and take your mat and walk? Yeah. Um, one thing you said, you said Jesus knew the guy's real need, and but mm-hmm. many times we let others tell us what we need, but only the Savior really knows what it is that we need. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because when Jesus said that, your, son, your sins are forgiven, at, his friends up top are like, that's great, Jesus, but that's not what we dropped him down there for we want we want him to have strong legs we want him to walk again yes i was making jokes like you know we want him to go play golf with us today and right. stuff like that you see what i'm talking about though yeah in relation to randy I like know. when you said that like mm-hmm. that's all i could think about yeah like i would be the guy that would be sitting next to him and he raised his hand and i reach over and smack him and say bro what are you doing go back to when you're 10 i know i know no no yeah like that and how about how about the second would you rather question there did you get that one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, so um, I did got, I got a few other things. The one we follow always addresses our greatest need, forgiveness of sins. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the second question was, um, would you rather be able to walk, but you're seeing torment? You, is this the one you're talking yep. about? You're seeing torment you day and night or be in a wheelchair, but your conscience be clear and feel at peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus heals not because of the quality of life, but because of his authority. That's it. We don't love Jesus just because we make just because he makes my life awesome. Again, like every <laughs> single thing you said. Yeah. I saw it play out mm. in three seconds. Mm. Mm. Um the second question though was from verse sixteen. Uh why does he eat with sinners? Um he answered it in verse seventeen that the because he's sitting at the table with tax collectors. Right, yeah. right. He's at Levi's house. Yeah, and this is where, you know, you get the, it's it's not the healthy who need a physician. It's not a healthy who need a doctor, uh, right? That was the scripture? Or yeah, I, yeah, that's ahead? it. No, that's it. <clears throat> the one, the note that I have that I wrote down is the one we follow is the soul physician, soul physician of souls. Yeah. I like how you use the two words like that. That was, you like that? <laughs> yeah, he, uh, uh, yeah, I think he was just trying to really emphasize the fact. Because think about it, you know, why is he talking about? Why would he say the you know the healthy don't need a doctor, only the sick need a physician? Why would he say that unless he was sitting at the table with the paralytic guy, somebody blind, somebody deaf, somebody you know struggling with leprosy, and all those instances are in the Gospel of Mark, like you know, so like all those people that he had ultimately healed who needed a real physician, you know, Mm. um, they weren't the ones sitting at the table. They were perfectly, these tax collectors were perfectly healthy guys, just chilling out and celebrating. They had become followers of Jesus. And, and, um, and then, but, but Jesus was saying, you know, it is the, it is the sick who need a physician. So what, what's he getting at? He's not really talking about physical health. He was talking about your soul. And that's when I pointed out that, you know, Jesus has always made your soul extremely important because what he said, he said, what does it profit someone to gain the whole world yet lose their soul? And so Jesus was 
he is the physician of right. the soul. You right. Know, he's the lover of your soul, kind of stuff. They um so you said based on the text, you know, we can be perfectly healthy and still be needed in need of a physician, still be sick, yeah. right? Yeah. But also the opposite would be true. Yeah. And again, once again, I'm going back. And not only that, so outside of me watching this guy raise his hand from behind, <laughs> I had one interaction with him yesterday. Oh, really? So um, he comes, walk, I mean, maybe two. I said hello to him when he, because they came and went to their class in the FAC before. But then when he came into the service, I was standing there but beside the door, the entry, you know, to the sanctuary. And when he walks in, I was like, um, how you doing, bro? And his his response was he just smiled and said, I'm getting better every day. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Man, wow. I, you know what I'm saying? Wow. He said, yeah. I'm getting better every day. Man. Um, you mm. talking about like preaching a sermon mm. with every ounce of your being mm. and and how much of it that people he's aware of and how much of it is it, I don't know. I just know that it's amazing the clarity, the yeah. go, the gospel clarity that that is you there is no way to explain that other than that is divine. That is divine. That God. is not human in origin. No, no, no. That that is not from you, that's from God. Yes. And and and, it, and what's so, you know, what's so neat kind of a backstory on Randy is, you know, um when he was first diagnosed, I mean, it was pretty rough. He was in the hospital. It was like we weren't even sure if he was coming out of the hospital yeah. at that time. And so he called, and uh, he requested to be baptized there yeah. in the hospital room. Mm -hmm. And so obviously he's got tubes coming out of him, all this stuff, so I couldn't dunk him. You right. know, so we— we, you know, we went Methodist on him. So, mm -hmm. but it was, but he, I remember him looking at me going, uh, God's going to make me better and I'm going to get out of here. Why? So that I can get in the baptismal pool in front of our church yep. and you could dunk me all the way under. And yep. I was like, oh my gosh. Like the, there, once again, here's another message, right? right. And then all of a sudden, um, he gets, he gets enough to come out of the hospital. He gets good enough to have, uh, have a baptismal service yeah. uh, in front of the entire church. It was, it was incredible. And then, and, and he said, not only did, cause when he said, he said, look, I am looking for God to give me long enough life that I could do just a handful of things. And it's the, the major ones was I want to be baptized in front of the church. And number two, I want to finish project 28. Yep. I want to go through it and finish it. Yep. And project 28 being a, a year long intensive discipleship. Yep. And so, and, and, like, it's tough on guys. Guys that go through that don't make it. A lot of guys don't make it. They get about halfway through, and they have to give up, whatever. It's tough. It's hard. And some of my favorite Randy moments were in Project 28 where these guys are like, hey, I ain't going to be able to make it tonight, you know, had this happen, had a flat tire, had whatever, you know, right. just your normal things that guys would use to not be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Randy. Randy would take a picture of him sitting in a chair taking chemo, and he's like, "Well, I'm having chemo, but I'm gonna be there." <laughs> <laughs> Kick you in and, the mouth, and, and it's kind of it's a group deal. So everybody's replying <laughs> yeah. back. Everybody's saying, "Ouch!" Yeah, and guess what? Everybody shows up that yeah. night. Oh, he knows what yeah. he's doing. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. But, so good, man. That was like yesterday. Though was just like mm -hmm. um, for me. That was like because like you and I, you know, we, like when I do my Bible study on Wednesday nights and stuff, I know you do this on Sunday. Like you're accustomed to being the guy that, 
you're sta- you're standing there, you're sitting there, whatever, and you're in the room and you you feel well, let me just say it this way. You've been the guy on multi- many, many occasions who says something that sucks the air out of the room. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not yeah. not you that did it. Right. It was the spirit of God that That's did it. That's it. Yeah. But but your your words were a catalyst for it and it caught you know, it it it, it was it was part of that. Yeah. It was it was the role that God let you play in that moment to be able to do that. Right. And so I've I've been in that situation as well numerous times. And when he said that, when he walked in <laughs> yesterday and he said, um, <clears throat> Hey bro, I you know, I just I was just like, I mean, it's kind of a dumb question for me to ask, right? Sure. Hey bro, how you doing? I know how you're doing, right? But I just, really, he knows why I'm asking it. I'm mm. asking it just to know it's like, man, I'm thinking about you and I care. Like, right? That's why I say that. Right. And he knows that. <clears throat> but his response when he said, <laughs> I'm just getting better every day. And he said that as like, I'm supposed to be the guy that says something that sucks the air out of the room. Uh-huh. And you literally from across <laughs> the common space suck the air out of my lungs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so I just, true. I wish from from somebody that, just take I, I'm saying this for every, anybody who's listening from somebody that is been involved in leadership at a local church for you know several years now and stuff I just take this for what it's worth I wish we could bottle that type of clarity and dish it out come on like and on. so all all I say is when you find somebody that is in that situation um like man like pull up a chair and mm. shut your mouth yeah like you know what I'm saying? Like th- yeah. this, there is so much wisdom coming from that guy. Like, uh, man, I'm just thankful. I'm thankful for him. Uh, I'm thankful for what he's meant to our church as he's walked through that. And uh, anyway, mm. I could talk about that for days. I mean, it's it's just a whole nother level. Like people think, and that was kind of the point of this in a lot of ways was that you know when we're talking about getting to the end of life and going, okay, what have I done with my life? That kind of thing. I, I just, I think people need to be reminded it's, it's not going to be a country song. You're not going to be wishing that you went skydiving, Rocky mountain climbing <laughs> right. and go 2.7 seconds or whatever on a bull named Fu Manchu. I mean, it's just, it's just, it, when you get to that point, if you are where say God has Randy at this point, mm-hmm. when, when you're at that place, then you realize the greatest joys in life will have always originated from your relationship with Christ. Like it's just, and now you're, you're living really living like you're dying. Yeah. Like that, that, I mean, there, I mean, I'm about to cry right here on this microphone. (laughs) Yeah. The, uh, the third question was from verse 18. He talked Mm -hmm. about why, why does his disciple, why did his his disciples not fast? Uh, His reply was in verses 19 and 20. Uh, The one you, I got the quote that I got from you there was the one you follow believes that your relationship with him is more important than following religious rituals. Yeah. So that was good. Um, Anything you want to add there? I can keep going. Uh, no, I mean, I, I think what's neat about that moment um, was, and it was big for, is big for our our congregation too, is just to understand what Jesus was doing there when he talked when he called himself the bridegroom, and he was like, you know, look, they're they're with the bridegroom, they're not going to fast right now 
um, there's a coming a day when the bridegroom won't be with them, and then then they'll fast. But yeah. right, and so what he was pointing to was the observance of the declaration that rabbis had made that during the wedding feast, a week long wedding feast, um, you could you didn't have to stick to the Jewish laws. Like you could right. you didn't have to fast. You you could in the name of enjoying your wedding. Yeah, you could you could eat. You yeah. could do, you could whatever, you yeah. know? And a lot of those same elements were pre- present in the last question that you posed, the fourth yes. question from verse 24, but why did, why does disciples do what is not lawful on the Sabbath? So like mm-hmm. I said, a lot of those same elements, Yeah. Uh, the quote that I got there that I liked was the one you follow believes that human need is more important than religious ritual. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I mean, I mean, ultimately it's, it, it was neat. Probably the biggest response I got from people was when I was explaining some of the crazy Jewish laws that were, you know, enforced uh, mm-hmm. concerning the Sabbath, you know. So it's like I asked everybody who, who has a Bible in their hand or who has a Bible on their device, I'm going to ask you to hold it up. Um, and yeah. then, you know what I'm saying, they held it up with their right hand, they held it up with their left hand, I said, okay, you're already breaking Jewish law right. on, the, on the Sabbath because you're not allowed to hold anything in your right or left hand. You, if you were going to hold it, you had to flip your hand over. You could only use the back of your hand. Mm-hmm. You could only carry things with your elbow or your feet. Um, and then the crazy one <laughs> people were making jokes about was um, when I said you're not, uh, one of the laws was you're not allowed to take a rope and tie a knot. Yeah. So if you if you were thirsty, you couldn't take a rope, tie it to a pail, and put it down in a well and get water. However, there was one exception to the rule. The only people who could tie knots were ladies with their girdles. Mm-hmm. And so men would take their wives' girdles and use it to get water out. Right. And that was kind of my point was like that was the point of Jesus. You know, Jesus – Jesus, if you're thirsty, Jesus is not going to make you use somebody's girdle to get a drink. Right. He knows where you thirst, and yeah. he cares more about your need yeah. than some religious thing because that's what he ultimately said. He said, look, man was not made for the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. It was the other way around, and and Jesus is the Lord of the Sabbath. So Yeah, yeah, that and that was the whole—that's kind of where you finished is so essentially— WWJD, right? <laughs> so, like, what would he do? What would you? I mean, really, yeah. that is. And, and we finished. give out bracelets. No, uh, that is where you finished. Uh, <laughs> I did. Was what would Jesus do? You know, would he? Uh, would it, he would prioritize the the real human need? Yeah. In the room, essentially, over yeah. whatever. Yeah, he's the guy on his way to a funeral, but he'll be late because he's tending to the needs of people on the way. Yeah, yeah. like you made you made a you actually brought up the five thousand. You know, uh-huh. like would he? What would he? Would he get his message across, or would he? feed the 5,000, you know what yeah. I mean? Would he stop preaching and say, yeah. well, I'm going to do it this way kind of yeah. thing? Because, uh, I mean, I, I even address our leadership in the room, and I'll say this to anybody who listens and you serve, maybe you're a Sunday school teacher, uh, discipleship training, whatever, you know, you're a pastor or student pastor or whatever. If you're teaching, a lot of times you fall into this trap. You think, okay, my job is to get the message across. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and in the process we miss the needs. Like, um, I, I, I think a guy that used to go to our church, he used to say this a lot. He said, every person that walks into our building has a, has an invisible sign hanging around their neck and all, written on that sign is a need in their life. Mm-hmm. We need to meet that need. Yeah. And, and, and I wanted our people to hear that. I wanted our leadership to hear that, right. that the most important thing to us here is not that I get to, I get my message across or that I get to say, you know, from page one to page four, 
I got to say everything that I put down on paper. That's right. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. what, what really matters is is what's really going on in the hearts of our people. Yeah. And when I said that, I'm, I'm going to be honest, across the room, you can see eyes tear, yeah. eyes tear up because it's like, oh, wait a minute, you see me? Like you really care, yeah. You see me? Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing about it. I, I just encourage pastors or anybody in leadership, just ask yourself, if you were Jesus, mm-hmm. if Jesus were you, would he do it differently? Like what would he do in this moment? Yeah. 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 So yeah. WWJD, I was right. Like, w- <laughs> it was, uh, but I thought about that. I was like, man, that illustration though, when you said that about 5,000, because it mm. was like, I thought about, you know, would he continue on his way or would he stop and, and speak with the woman with the issue of blood? Yeah. Like who touched me? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, cause I want to know who it was because I know something's going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like you don't get because in Jesus's mind, you don't get healing without getting a relationship. That's right. Yeah, would this I, is not about like you getting better quality of life. Yeah, yeah. in that moment, would uh, you know, and that and that's a that parallels him just continuing on down the path to us getting our message across. Basically, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like in that moment, would he uh, would he get a drink and move on, or would he stop and have a conversation with the woman at the well? Yeah, you know. Yeah. So exactly. There's That's a, good. I know, yeah, so you, you can get going on that. You can sound <laughs> Pentecostal pretty quick, you know? <laughs> Sometimes there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you know, would he make a television show or would he get Gilligan off the island? Oh, oh, <laughs> let's go. No, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> I just went in the gutter with it. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but no, that's kind of where it ended. I thought it was good, though. There's a it's a good start. It's yeah. a good start. And yeah. I, and also I challenge one more. I challenged our congregation. I challenge you as well. Uh do if you were to take 15 minutes a day, just set your phone for just say, "Hey Siri, set my phone for a 15-minute timer and then start and either listen to the Gospel of Mark, you know, through YouTube or just you sit there with your Bible and read it." Right. <clears throat> if you were to sit down and read it, for 15 minutes and mm-hmm. then just stop it. And then the next day, pick it up and go 15 more minutes. Uh, if you did that, you would finish the entire gospel of Mark uh, within seven days. Oh, wow. And so I'm challenging our congregation to do that. Just And, and it's funny because some of the, the folks in P28, I told them I was going to challenge our church to do that. And so they went ahead and got a head start before I even preached the message. Yeah. And one came up to me in the grocery store and was like, Hey, I did that, and uh, I went longer than fifteen minutes. I read the entire gospel in one day. I said, "Oh, that's oh, that's awesome." So, how did how did it work for you? And here's what and here's what she said. She said, "We underestimate that gospel." Yeah. And I went, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, I get it. I mean, the gospel of Mark is mostly known for. It's uh, teachings on servanthood yeah. and, and washing feet, that kind of thing. But what most people miss about the Gospel of Mark is its instructions on discipleship. That is where a lot of people, I think, underestimate the Gospel of Mark and what it means to grow in Christ. So, mm. Yeah, uh, speaking of that, our Bible, I mean, our, uh, our church app, Mm-hmm. When you open our church app at the very bottom in the middle, there's a place where there's bo- you can tap Bible. There's a Bible built into the, yeah. into our church app, and it has an audio version attached to it. 
There you go. So you can, you, so you if you can't it. read, you could listen. Like yeah. if you needed to do it while you were driving or whatever, you could yeah. do that. So. And, we, and we have tons of people that download our app but do not come to our church. That's you right. Know? Mm-hmm. It's just an easy way to get a lot of information and stuff like that, especially even the Bible app. There's Bible reading plans on there. There's all kinds of resources there. And so we highly encourage you to download High Points app. Just mm-hmm. it's, a little, uh, it's a little gray logo, a circle with a little arrow in it um yep. there are other high points so we have to kind of say it's you're looking for that so <laughs> yeah in regards to this podcast something that i did want to mention that i haven't mentioned i just got in a conversation about this just a couple of days ago with somebody and i'm i was like i've never asked people to do this on any type of podcast um but if you enjoy listening to sunday gravy what would help us tremendously is one is like share that with other people especially people that go Absolutely. to high point yeah. you know that you say if you don't listen to the podcast, you should listen to it. But then also um, to rate it mm. inside of if you listen in Apple or if you listen to Spotify or Google or Amazon, whatever, wherever you listen to rate the podcast with inside there, uh, that, that just it makes it just a, a little more uh, accessible yeah. as we get as you get more ratings and stuff like that. So, um, I mean, it's if you know what you're looking for, you're going to find it anyway. And we're going to. We're going to try to start doing some stuff to make it more visible, visible. But if you listen, we would love for you to share this with somebody just so that they, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Bring somebody along for the ride. I think I think it's helpful because they get to see. Um, I think most of them realize how stupid we are, but now they really get to hear. They're like, man, those guys are like. They're like Uncle Ted. (laughs) Well, I I think uh, I'd like to clarify, too, that, you know, the reason we'd want you to do that is for no other reason than just to increase listenership so that, you know, maybe there's something that we say um, pertaining to the message or pertaining to, you know, just any kind of spiritual topic we get on here. You know, it could be that one thing that just, you know, kind of like how Randy was for you on Sunday. Maybe there's something might be said that could help somebody out. And so uh, we don't do this for money. We don't do this for sponsorship. We're not. This is a total free resource of our church. And and we absolutely love doing this. We enjoy doing this. It's a, a, a brighter part of our week when we get to do it. And so... Thank all of you who give us feedback and listen. It, it means a lot. So we're really excited about things coming up in the future. And so um, just keep, stay tuning and we will, uh, we'll bring some cool stuff coming your way. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. So next time, I guess. Next time. We'll see you. Sandy Gravy.